You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. That could have been one of the most terrifying things I've done in a long time. <laughs> you looked pretty scared. I, I'm terrified of it because all I can think is, you know what? I'm going to break this. I'm going to yeah. break this and I don't know how to fix it. And there's nothing that I can do about it. Like, I, I don't know what I'm going to be able to do if if that happens. Well, you can't fix it. That's the thing. Well, and that's that's why it's terrifying. I don't want to be around anyone's children, really. <laughs> really. But I know I need to. And it's not against the kids. It's, it's a part of life. Like, you're just going to have to do it. But then I sound like a creep. Um, hello, everyone. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you so much for tuning in today, wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. Of course, we are live here five days a week on the Fun Employment Radio Network, then available via podcast all over the internet, wherever podcasts can be found. And thank you for finding us. All right. A uh, couple of couple of notes couple about of the show. A couple of note. Uh, uh, today and that is that coming up uh, in just a little bit we're going to be joined by Stephen Wilbur. Woohoo. Stephen Wilbur, of course, comedian extraordinaire from Portland. Who's leaving us for greener pastures. Yeah, why did I say comedian extraordinaire? That was a w- weird way to phrase that. I don't know, but you said that yesterday too about Andy. Did I? That's like your comedian tick. Oh no. Tick. Have I t- have I developed a tick with you this? You have developed a tick. Developed Crap. A tick. Yeah, you always say comedian extraordinaire. And so if I say that about everyone then really nobody's extraordinary then is what nobody I'm saying. Nobody is, yeah. Oh man. I don't know what to... Okay. Uh, comedian, um, a ta- the talented comedian, the... No, the that doesn't sound Mr. as good. Wilbur. See, but how do I how do I put something that's extraordinary on the same level, but using a different word? I don't the, know. You're going to have to get a thesaurus. You're going to have to look oh, up extraordinary man, and see what be, other words you can use. All right, use. this is going to be tough. Well, anyway, Stephen Wilbur is going to be on. And so Stephen is actually leaving Portland. He's leaving Portland. He is. For, uh, for other pastures, but he's going to be in here to talk about that today, and he's got a show tomorrow night. So he'll be joining us here in just a little bit. And I do want to remind everybody, if you're going to be buying anything from Amazon, go to funemploymentradio.com first. That's a real good reminder, Greg. Click on that Amazon link right there. But yep. whatever you're going to buy, we won't look at what you're buying. We won't analyze it. We don't know. We can't see it, Greg. You always make it we sound can't like we see can what they're see buying. what people are buying. We can't see what they're buying. We cannot Nor see would what I you're... care, though, even if we could. I'm not one to judge. Like, if we could see what we people were buying. We literally cannot see what you're buying. I mean. We do not know. Greg, stop. You're going to make people think that we can actually see it, and then they're not going to buy anything. No, we can't. I'm just saying we I can't. wouldn't care. I wouldn't care if, if we could. Oh, my God. I wouldn't judge them. That's how much faith I'm putting into everybody. Like, whatever they want to buy, that's all their business. I would never look at it. I mean, we can't look at it. But if we could, I might peek. But that would be about it. That would that would be all I would. Well, do. you don't have the capacity to peek because I don't. We don't have access to that. Would you though? Would you though? If you knew what people were buying, would you look? Mm, You're I don't a snoop. Know. That's kind of their business. I'm not a snoop. You're a bit of a snoop. No. Yeah, I bet when you were a kid, you snooped. You snooped at other people's houses. Oh, I snooped like I I totally like snooped in my sister's room and like read her diary and stuff. Yeah, that's a snoop. <laughs> that is the definition of a snoop. No, but not I don't look at people's emails. I don't touch anybody's phone. I don't do anything along those lines. I don't no. Not as an adult I don't snoop. As a child I totally was a snoop. I would go through my parents' drawers, you know, when I would babysit at people's houses. She went through all their Oh yeah. Wait, that was the best their, part like, about babysitting. You went into like the parents' bedrooms and went through their stuff? Mm-hmm, all of their stuff. <laughs> Everything, like and everyone, yeah, everybody knows that. Every, no, teenage, not everybody knows you that. Trust, because people are so desperate at that point to get out of the house and get away from their children that they'll just hire shit apples to basically watch their kids. So I'm like a 12, 13 year old person. I'm like, of course I'm going to go through all their stuff. You went through, like, what did you go through? You I went through all their drawers, like, like the clothes. Bathroom. Yeah, like, were you through. trying on their clothes? No, but I put on like some makeup. 
Oh my god! <laughs> you are a psycho. Okay, I'm not a psycho. That's like what you you're did. putting on their makeup. Yeah, it'd be like I'm, oh, girl, real pretty. I just smeared her on my face. No, I mean I'm. Like, I'm the new look. Mrs. Thompson. And then <laughs> that's so disturbing. No, I totally was. That was the best part. And anyone who who says that they didn't do this when they babysit is a dirty liar. Really? That was the best part. Did you ever babysit at all? Uh, no, I didn't really No, babysit. I can't see you in charge of children. Never mind. No, when I would babysit, though, <laughs> yeah, that was the best I part. I house sat. I talked about I would, this. I fed animals. I talked about this on the show before when we, I don't, I didn't say specifically who it was. Or for one of my sister's, I won't say specifically who it was, but one of my sister's, we were house sitting for her and we might have found we got went through all the drawers and everything you know as my sister didn't uh, more so i did what you and your sister were snooping around at your mm-hmm. house what did what did you find i already talked i i think i've talked about I don't this on the show this. before honestly i don't remember what you found oh god can we uh, go back and and uh bleep out when i said that it was one of her why does it matter now i don't know well she might be dead it was a long time ago and she was older. <laughs> well, okay. Well, that's worse than okay. just saying it was whatever. All right. All well, right. I'll bleep all that out so we won't know who it is. Okay. Uh, yeah, we found a a giant strap-on dildo. Oh. In oh. her in her teacher's bedside. Well, thing. Teachers, and we didn't quite know what it was at that. Teachers point. are people too. They are, but it was like a it actually wasn't, teachers. From my experience, are usually the craziest ones. Yeah, but it wasn't like a vibrator. It was a strap-on. Wow. Yeah, and it had, I remember it had this... She liked uh, to be in charge at home, too. Yeah, she and it had like this red, uh, I remember it had, uh, it wasn't like wireless or anything, it had like a cord attached to it. We didn't touch it. I was like, what the hell? Wait, it was that? like a pull tab thing? Like no, it the- was like a cord attached to it, and then it had a button, but the button was shaped like a heart, <laughs> and then it looked like, you know, that was like the on-off switch. We didn't... Well, you that, certainly spent enough no. time looking at it, mm-hmm. trying to understand what was going on. Well, How I old did. were you? I was confused. I'm like, what is that? How old were you? Probably like 13. So you knew what it was? Not really. Yeah. No, I was kind of like, why is that? What is that weird belt with the penis on it? <laughs> <laughs> wow. What else did you find in your in your that snooping? That was the weirdest. That was the weirdest. Sarah the Snoop. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did. I I really did like to go through people's stuff. Yeah, because I'm not I surprised. In, you kind of do that now. And when I lived in Seattle, uh, you know, we'd babysit for a bunch because went to a private school there, and my family wasn't wealthy, but a lot of people that I went to school with were. They lived in like fan like a like the nice areas of like Bothell and Seattle and everything, and so when I babysit for them, like it was in like really really nice houses. So those were fun to to look through, <laughs> to look through their personal stuff. Like mm-hmm. I mean, I guess. I would walk around in the rooms. There, there was a, like, because I, I lived out in the country, so a lot of people had animals, you know, cows or sheep or something you had to go feed. So when they would go out of town, I'd have to go over there and, and do all that stuff, you know, farm country work. But I would also feed, like, their dogs, and I would I would walk through a couple of rooms in their houses. Yeah. I did do that. Yeah, you'd open the doors and go in the rooms, wouldn't you? I'd, I, yeah, I might have. Mm-hmm. I might have taken a look in some rooms. You know, just to see what's going on there. I didn't go through anything. I would have been way too afraid to like open stuff up. Because then, what if what if they had like what if there was a trap? You know, that's what I would what be if worried it was about. Booby trapped if they laid like pieces of hair on the top of yeah, their... exactly. I that's... would always look for that stuff too. I'd always make sure that there wasn't like a piece of tape that I could break or anything. I, I made sure it wasn't booby trapped. 
God, I, I don't really feel comfortable with you ever coming over to my house now. No, I don't snoop anymore. No, I've. That's exactly what a snoop would say. No, I, I honestly don't. No, I've just I've I've learned some things are better left unknown. I don't. I would not want to snoop through your stuff. Shockwave in the chat. Sarah the snoop and and the country pi. There we go. <laughs> right there. Well, anyway. So children. Yeah, I never I never babysat any kids. There weren't any. Not that not that I can ever recall. I mean, until I was old enough to stay home. You know, by myself with my brother, but that's not really babysitting. No, just, that's got, not babysitting. Yeah, that's it's that's not. you at home with your brother. Yeah, no, yeah, we just throw stuff different. at each other. Uh-huh. So the the thing is, though, with with kids. All right, I'm gonna say this, and I don't want to sound like a jerk, because I know a lot of people who have. I actually know a lot of friends. And this is a this is a dicey subject. Oh boy! You know, I have I have a lot of friends who. Uh, who have uh, you know give, given birth to children lately? Uh-huh. Which is which is good. It's good that it's children. That is good. And good thing it wasn't puppies. Yeah. Well, that that would be strange. Um, you know, and that's that's fantastic. I'm really happy happy for everybody. But I don't really know how to interact or what you're supposed to say. <laughs> it was funny watching you today. Okay. The- well, wait. Well, I'll get to that. Okay. I'll get to that because okay. it's not just that. I mean, today that was that was really cool. Mm. Um. You know, and I'm very happy for everybody, but I don't know, I don't know you what don't know you're, how you're supposed, supposed to, to feel. I don't know what you're supposed to do around a, a kid. Like, are you supposed to say, "Oh my gosh, that kid is so beautiful"? Yes. Or that's what you say. That's what you're supposed to say. Like, what are the stock answers? I need to know what the stock answers are that you're supposed to do. What an adorable baby! It looks just like you. It looks just like significant other. Oh, look at that smile! But what if it doesn't? I don't know. What if it doesn't look like them? Babies are weird looking. Babies are weird looking, but I mean, they're turning into little people. Okay. So, say, wow, that's a nice human baby you have. That is a nice human baby that you have. Mm-hmm. Congratulations on procreating and the reproducing. That Sure. Okay. No, because there's so many that, that so many of our friends that had, <laughs> that have kids now, you know, and again, very happy for all of them. I think it's fantastic. It's me. I'm the problem. I just don't know how to. I don't know how to interact. Mm-hmm. I really don't know what to do. Like when when somebody texts me a picture of their baby, which has happened recently since we have so many friends having babies. I what do I reply? What do mess- I reply with? I had- do I go like, oh my gosh, sh- it's beautiful? Well, first of all, you don't call it an it. Okay. All yeah, right. Yeah, you should probably call it like you know, if it's a boy or girl, you should probably call wow, it he or she. That thing is neat. Or what? What do I say? That like that's that's neat looking, cool. Awesome! Like, what, what do you reply when somebody texts you a picture of their baby? Please help me with this. So cute! Because I need to know what point, to do. Exclamation point! Smiley face, winky face, heart. Yeah, but see, that seems weird for me to no, do. No, I'm. Yeah, I'm messing with you. Don't okay, do that. Okay, I really kidding. don't know. Okay, I'm afraid I'm gonna. I'm afraid I'm coming off like a jerk to everybody who, who has just have had kids, because. But it's it's just because I don't know what to do. I just don't know. I just don't know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I need your help with this. So somebody somebody has a kid. You go and they're they're now, showing off the like baby. Are you talking about like a toddler or like a baby, like a, a baby, new baby, a, a baby. new baby? This a is the baby. problem in my life. Babies. Everybody's having babies. There so, are lots of babies. Lots of babies. Lots and of everybody's babies. having them. And so, uh, congratulations once again. Very very happy for everyone. So, so I see it. I go. Help me walk through this. Okay. I go into a gathering of friends. Somebody's brought their new baby. They got their 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 baby. They have the baby. They have the baby. There's the baby. What do Here's what I do, and then you tell me what I should be doing. Okay. What I do is I walk up and I look at it while everyone's around, 
And then I say again. Stop calling it an it. Okay. Uh, walk well, Let's but say I don't know. What it, All right. This okay, is a boy, it's a boy baby. It's a boy baby. I walk up to the to the baby. To the boy baby. To the to the boy baby, which that's <laughs> probably how I should say. And then, <laughs> hello, boy baby. Well, it, what I normally do is I walk up to it, and I just kind of look, and I'm like, oh yeah, hey, how's how's it going? Oh yeah. And then I wait till somebody else is there and starts making comments about the baby, and then I back away and I saunter off. And you saunter. I I, I slowly back away, and then I get out of the situation because yeah. it's uncomfortable for me. So that's what I normally do. Now, what should I do when I do this? Yeah, well, Mr. Jenky, I'm looking in the chat, has some suggestions. Okay, the live chat, funemploymentradio.com slash live. Yeah, so uh, saying like you would say, hey, that's a good looking kid. That's hey, a- that's a good looking kid. Yeah, there you go. But it feels that, so you unnatural. Made it sound creepy, See, actually. that's what it sounds creepy. It yeah. sounds creepy for me to compliment the, how good their baby looks. <laughs> like, I feel weird with it. I feel awkward saying that. Hey, that's a good looking kid. Um, Maybe it's the phrasing. Hey, that's a good looking kid. No, don't. The inflection in that is all wrong. Be like, okay. oh, what a good looking. No, hey, actually, that is weird. That's a good looking kid. There you go. That's more like. That sounds like gross. way over, to, over the top, though. Okay. Oh, man, that's a good looking kid right there. Hey, uh, way to go, buddy. Ew. And then, like, no. elbow him. Then I'm saying, way to go. You knocked her up. Like, what? what oh, yeah. That, that sex stuck. No. Good. You good for you, man. You know how to have sex. Like, oh, okay, this is this is making me awkward even thinking about it. Tell me something better that I should do. How, should, how do I handle this situation? I'll just, I don't know. You're just supposed to say that it's cute. Like, oh, he's so cute. Oh, he's so cute. Yeah. That sounds weird coming out of my mouth. Weird. Well, because you don't have a baby in front of you. That's just not anything I would ever say. I don't really, I don't talk like that. Oh, wow, he's so cute. Yeah. Well, I did see what you did when you uh, were confronted with a baby today. I was so scared. You froze. I was terrified Greg today. froze. And he that actually have... is a cute baby, I will say that. Like, it really is, but... So you don't feel weird saying it about that baby? No, because I'm. That was a different situation, though. That wasn't like. I, I feel. I feel fine. I felt okay. No, I wasn't. I wasn't okay. No, you weren't. I'm stumbling over my words. Yeah. I was. I was terrified. I was terrified because you handed me. We have a friend who just had. Well, we can say who it is. Okay. Yeah. It's it's uh, Sarah, Sarah. Sarah Turner. Sarah Turner, who uh, of course does uh, sales here for Fun Employment Radio, and you guys you guys know her. Maybe you know her as Sarah Wagner. Um, yeah. They, her and Mike just had a a kid. See, I don't even know how the right way to say this is. They just had a kid. I'm just letting you go for it. And I went over there, and the kid's like four weeks old, and that is a cute kid. But I'm terrified of it because I don't want to break. Stop calling it nit. I'm terrified of her her because I don't want to break her. And and so Sarah was holding her, this four-week-old baby, and just like put her into my arms. And then I don't know what to do. I'm like, how how are you supposed to hold this thing? I'm going to drop it. I'm going to break it. Her. I can't. Fi- I'm going to drop her. her. I'm going to break her and I can't fix her. There you go. And it's 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 terrifying for me. Yeah. There was a, it was a horrifying experience. Well, yeah, like, I right, sat well, down and I'm like, you are tiny and you weighed nothing. And I'm I'm going to drop you. Like, that's all that's going through my head. I'm like, I'm going to trip. I'm going to drop you. And I'm going to try not to fall on you. But something terrible is going to happen here. This is awful. I shouldn't be doing this. That's how I felt. Yeah, when we walked in the door, so Sarah's just like, hi, here. She's like, hey, how are you? Here's the baby. And she handed it to me, and it was just like this adorable, tiny little girl. 
And so I was holding her for a second, and then Greg was just had like saucer eyes, and he was totally fearful. Yeah. Of the baby. Yeah, I, I'd much rather go pet the dog. Yeah. That was, so that's Greg's way more over there, like petting with the dog, like "Hey, dog." Blah, 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 yeah. And I'm like, Greg, you you should hold the baby. And he's like, No. <laughs> no, I don't want to hold the baby. I don't want to hold the baby. But then he went and sat down, and he held the baby, and I he did didn't help. know what to do. And like, you looked like you even looked weird looking at it. Yeah, like you're like, am I supposed to look at at her? I don't know. I what don't I'm know. That's to probably do. the closest I've been to a baby. I, I'm like, I don't know what to. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> Keelan in the chat says, headline, local podcaster destroys baby within seconds. <laughs> That's what goes through my mind. I'm like, I'm going to do something. Oh, this is going to be awful. I'm going to, uh, it's always that I'm going to trip. Like, that's my nightmare. I'm going to trip sitting. or I'm going to no hold it wrong and I'm like, I'm going to like twist. I don't know. Uh. Well, you did fine. Uh, okay. All right. I did all you right. Hold her, and you didn't hold only hold her once. You held her twice. Well, yeah, because you plopped a baby into my arms. <laughs> I plopped her. <sighs> Mr. Dinky in the chat, if someone is willing to hand Greg a baby, that's their problem. <laughs> well, anyway, this is, that's my thing. So what I need to say, what you're telling me, is that when I walk in, someone's got their new baby. Like, oh, that's a cute baby. Yeah, because you have a couple more babies to meet. I, I know. There's so mm-hmm. many babies. Um, oh, that's a really cute baby. Even if it's not, you just say that. Right? Yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. But I'm... Yes, you always have to tell people that their baby's cute. Okay, even if the baby's like, what if the baby's like hideous? I know. Like, what if it's really? I haven't seen a lot of hideous babies. But what if it is? Then you never bring it up. I mean, you can talk to your. Do I avert my eyes and like? You can talk to your friends about it. You can be like, hey, that's a really ugly baby. Okay. But then, like, to the parents, be like, that's the most beautiful baby. Okay. Mm Hmm. Okay. So that's that's what I should do. Mm Hmm. All right. I think (sighs) you can do this. You're good. Okay. I'll do my best. I will do my best. And you didn't drop her, so that's that's the, I didn't drop the best her. thing. Okay. Wow, that's a cute baby. And then, then I can walk away? And then, Do I yeah, have to keep on talking? Nope. Do I have to ask other questions? Do I have to ask follow-up questions? You know, chances are the parents does probably eat? don't want you holding their baby. And they're just doing it like to be nice. What do you mean? I don't know. You don't look trustworthy. What do you mean I don't look trustworthy? You just said that you have a fear that you're going to drop the baby and then fall on top of it. Well, yeah, but that's, that my, that's my problem. That's not the... The parents shouldn't... They should want me to hold their baby. Why wouldn't I? Why wouldn't I be a trustworthy person to hold a baby? I don't know. I mean, obviously internally, yeah, I'm terrified of it, but they don't know that. Nobody does ever ask me to hold their baby. No, because nobody wants you to hold their baby. Oh, I mean, I guess in a way, I don't really care. I'm a little offended, um, but yeah, I'm offended. Yeah, I'm offended. <laughs> Wait, so by you're it. just saying that you don't know how to hold babies, but now you're. Oh, I don't that want people... to. I don't want to do it. But I want to be asked to do it. I want them to... So they're intentionally not asking me to hold their baby. Yes. Huh. Yeah. I never a, thought about it that way. You're a little squirrely. Yeah, I know. Do you I'm being why excluded. nobody ever wants you to, to hold their children? No, I never thought about it before. Hey, that's a cute baby. Yeah, when we went to Sarah's house, she didn't offer for you to hold the baby. No. She put the baby... She gave the baby to me. Yeah. I'm the one that let you hold the baby. She looked a little like... It's a little iffy. Mm-hmm. Huh. Well, I never thought of it that way. Now why, now I want to know why people aren't. Granted, I don't want to do it, but I still want to be offered. I still want people to offer for me to hold their baby if that's what it is. If this is a thing, if that's a thing that's going on, that people are trying to exclude me from it, that I don't look trustworthy, I'm perfectly trustworthy. I might drop it, but I mean, it's, I'm, they don't oh know that. God. All right. All right. Well, you're not going to drop a baby. You'll be fine. Okay. Okay. I'll try my best. What else is going on with you? 
Besides uh, fearing dropping babies. Fear of dropping babies. Fear of well, dropping babies. The only other um, thing that's happening right now. Actually, I don't know if I should talk about this on the show yet or not. Maybe I will. Um, I haven't been getting a lot of sleep at home, and I'll tell you why. Because somebody uh, broke into my backyard. Oh, Or no. not really broke into my backyard, but uh, came into my backyard and stole things from me. So, if you don't know, I live in a house in southeast Portland. Oh, God. I own the house. I have uh, two roommates. I right, live in the upstairs part. Do you live in a converted part. attic? The upstairs is, yeah, a converted attic, okay. and that's where my room is. Uh-huh. And then they have two roommates who live on the main floor. And I have two roommates who uh, left bikes in the backyard. Mm-hmm. Now, they didn't leave them locked up. That is, you know, that's kind of a, a problem. That that was that was on them, and they know that. But nonetheless, usually nothing... I mean, I can't really think of a whole lot of things that have ever been stolen out of the backyard. Um, and somebody... While I was in Alaska, uh, came into the backyard and took two bikes. Oh. Came into my backyard, oh. into my prop, onto my property, and to get into the backyard, like there's a gate, you can't you have to see walk any- through the front yard. Yeah, you can't see anything from the uh, from the um, from you know the from the street or, or anything. Yeah, yeah, you'd have to walk up to see anything. It's it's kind of a pretty well. Uh, Pretty well covered up backyard. Like yeah. you can't really see anything unless you go back there. Mm-hmm. Unless you like walk up to the fence and look. You'd over have it. to yeah peek over the fence, which isn't even you can't even do that easily. So somebody got back there and took two bikes from my backyard. Oh. Yeah, and I am. I was furious when I found out. It wasn't even my bikes. It's my roommate's bikes. But still, just the fact that somebody came back there and did that. And I don't think my first thought was you know meth head neighbors. I don't think. It was them. Was I'm anything actually, else taken or was it just the two bikes? Just the two bikes. As far have, as I know. Do you have other see, stuff in the backyard? Yeah, there's some other stuff back there that I, I guess they could have taken, but those would be the most valuable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there's there's a tool. There's a shed back there with not a lot of valuable tools that would be a pain to get to. But if it was the meth heads, then they probably would have taken the tools and stuff like anything metal, wouldn't they have? Uh, well, yeah, probably. Probably. So I mean, there's a big, nice them. barbecue back there if they yeah. really wanted to haul that out. Although that would... Well, I guess if they had time to get the bikes out, they got away with that. Uh, so I've been, I'm kind of obsessed with uh, catching them. And so I've had a few ideas about what I want to do. Because whoever it is, they know what's back there now. Well, they got asking, away with it. it. Someone, did someone know that you were out of town? Because that is weird that it was when you were in Alaska. Well, it was when I was in Alaska, but I still had roommates there. Yeah. So it's not like the house was empty. The house is, the house is pretty much never empty. Yeah. Uh, there's always somebody there, and there's 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 alarms. There's all kinds of stuff. So and that's what's odd because you guys all are like coming and going at different like. Times they had of the to have timed it just right. Wow. Because yeah, I mean, my roommates work weird hours. That's why it's it's actually kind of nice because there's always somebody there. But somebody somebody got away. Somebody figured it out how to do it. Oh, that's really so, gross feeling. I hate that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's being noted in the chat that Keelan knows where I live, but I don't think Keelan would have stolen bikes from me. I really do not think. Keelan I don't would steal think bikes. so. He may have used the bathroom in my backyard, but I don't <laughs> oh know for God. sure. But <laughs> you no. need to let that go. No. Uh, now, now it makes it. You just made it sound like he actually did do that, and then. Oh I, no, I did, didn't I? Yeah, you just made it sound like he actually. No, did do no, it. he hasn't done it. I don't have any proof that he did uh-huh. that. I don't know exactly. I mean, I can't prove one way or another. <laughs> anyway, it's bothering me so much that I've been waking up in the middle of the night and like walking down, 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 and just like looking in the backyard, just like waiting. Just it's that moment. If you, and I'm sure everybody's had something stolen from them, and how much that just fucking sucks mm-hmm. I hate thieves so much so much um, but that that slight dream of catching them 
that, although I don't know what I would do, but just catching them in the act. Mm-hmm. And uh, you you'd know. yell a lot. Yeah, I, I would probably, depending on what's going on, uh, I, I might I might strike, I might hit. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, if they're on your property and stealing your shit. Yeah, I that's hope the that thing because them. then then I'm completely in the right. Mm-hmm. Although then I, well, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that's what's been going on. So I haven't slept a lot because I've been waking up in the middle of the night and obsessing over how to uh, catch these people, even though probably not going to happen. Oh, I hate that. When my car was broken into in high school, I stayed up for like three nights straight, just staring outside, yeah. waiting for them to come back, even though it, they had already taken my brand new tape deck. Yeah. That I got for my 17th birthday. I was very excited about my... They took my tape deck. That sucks. Like, CDs existed then, yet they stole my tape deck. <sighs> but I would stay up every night looking out there, like, waiting for them to come back. But for what? They, they already took everything, so they for wouldn't... For what? They wouldn't have had anything. Well, anyway. All right. Uh, so that's it. I just wanted to get that out there. I am... Uh, I've got some ideas. I'll talk about it on... Maybe later today, or I'll talk about it tomorrow, but I've got some ideas I want to propose to people about what I should do. And what legally I can do, okay, to set booby traps and different kinds of things. All right, so <laughs> we'll we'll uh, we'll get to that here in a bit, but we should probably take a break because I believe Stephen should be here. He sure is. He just sent me an emoticon of a hot dog. Okay, yes. there we. Oh, Sarah, hot dog, Dylan. <laughs> no, Greg Nibbler, right here on Fun Employment Radio. So we're gonna be back in just a minute with Stephen Wilbur. Awesome. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hey, this is Steve Lemmy. This is Kevin Heffernan. We're from the movie Super Troopers and Beer Fest. And Club Dread and Slam and Salmon. Yeah, and you're listening to Greg the Nibbler and Sarah Dillon. We're nibbling it and we're dilling it. On fun, em- fun Employment. You should all listen to Fun Employment. Now. And nibble it. <laughs> I never really realized how porny that sounds. Sure. How porny or corny? No. B- both, of, yeah. Oh, little porny? I've never heard another one. I've only ever heard the Harlan Williams one. <laughs> so, we have a ton of. We them. have lots, but Sarah's Sarah's selective on which ones. I think ones. that's why. Like I, when I look at certain people that we have in, I just associate you with Harlan Williams for some reason. Oh, I get it. I think that that's a, a real good match. There. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, Stephen Wilbur here on Fun Employment Radio right now. Hi. Hello. Hello, Stephen Wilbur. Hi. 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 Oh, it's great to be here. Oh. Oh, so super to have you in here. That sounded sarcastic. But. <laughs> it's not at all. See, I'm wondering though with the food. Okay, so we were talking about Foo Fighters and how there's videos everywhere now showing Dave Grohl with a broken leg and then playing guitar and like you know what a hero he is for playing guitar with a broken leg. But what if uh, what if uh, I, I was asking Stephen, what if he had a broken leg though, and that could be like a whole thing? You know, there could be videos like inspirational videos showing you powering through even though you have your broken leg and you're still still performing. So stand up on one leg <laughs> yes. comedy. <laughs> yes. That's Or you could have your own, you know, comedy throne. That could be your thing. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's fun. I don't know. You deserve it. Well, Sean Jordan like always has a broken leg. He does so, always so. have a broken leg. <laughs> There's Damn always it. something. He's either skateboarding or he is just uh, like recovering from an injury from skateboarding. And no one thinks he's a hero. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right, fair enough. Maybe yeah. it wouldn't work. <laughs> Damn it. Well, Steven, so you are finally, you're doing it. You are leaving. You're leaving us. You're leaving I'm Portland. dipping out. Oh, yeah. boy. So what made you, what finally led you to the decision to kind of jump ship? Uh, I just could right now. Mm-hmm. It, I didn't have a lot of ties here, neck or otherwise. (laughs) Just got one tie. Uh, So it just seemed like a good time to just kind of scoot on out. Yeah. 
Yeah. And have you spent a lot of time in LA? Uh, just been down there a couple of couple of times these past two years. Cool. Yeah, but probably like overall like three weeks down there. Nice. Yeah. But, but jumping right into it, and so you're going to be. Uh, I well, I don't know if you can say where you're going to be living, but you'll be in a living room. I will be in a living room uh, in Sherman Oaks. I'm going to be a Valley Boy. Oh, no. yeah. Do you have to like dress differently? Well, you live in Sherman Oaks. I just have to go to the mall a lot. Okay, <laughs> and bust out the wallet chain. I don't even uh, know. Is Sherman is Oaks it, is that part of LA? Is it like a suburb? I, you know, I don't know how any of that works. I don't like. Either. I don't know. Is there a mayor of? I, <laughs> I don't know. I think it's just a part of LA. Maybe it's not. Gotcha. I don't know. Well, you're moving closest to LA then. Yeah. That's true. I didn't. I'll think it... still call it L.A. Okay, <laughs> I'm yeah. that close. Leaving for the big city. Because <laughs> yeah, you're gonna have to learn all about. That's just the everyday living in L.A. That's the thing that would confuse me. Yeah, like, the as thing far as... That would be inconvenient. I think because everything's so spread out there, right? You have to basically like drive everywhere. Yeah, yeah. I don't have a car. <laughs> <laughs> so you'll be getting lots of exercise. So I'll take a bus a lot. Uber and Lyft, they're great down there. <laughs> I will utilize. Everything nice. that I can. Friends. Mostly friends. friends. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, and before you head to LA, you're actually going, uh, well, congratulations on this too. You're going to Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. to perform in a festival there, correct? Yeah, I'm going to be in the, the Benson Ball. Uh, it's this uh, four day thing run by uh, Tignataro. Uh, nice. She sort of curates it. And um, there's a, there are a lot of great shows that are going to be happening on it. And I don't know all the ones I'm on yet, but oh, I'm cool. very excited. <laughs> to, they so it'll just, be multiple ones, probably? They keep trickling like the information like on the website, and I keep going on there refreshing because <laughs> they're not telling me. So you don't even know until they post it on there. Yeah, I'm like, oh, cool, I'm on that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm just looking at this right now. Willamette Week just wrote an article about you leaving. Yes. That must be kind of trippy to be like, okay, this is actually happening. Yeah, and there's a publication about me. Saying well, that. the the thing was because uh, I I booked a flight to DC and then the return flight is going to LA. And when that happened, I was like, okay, well I've I've sealed my fate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this that's time. it. Yeah, but now that it's on paper and it's on posters on telephone poles i'm like well i really have to do it oh my gosh i can't just grow a beard and be like oh, i'm a different guy now <laughs> just do different style stand up a lot of people can weave in stilber you can just leave somewhere and it's not a big deal like, and then you know come back but i mean this is a lot of you know you're kind of a public face and people nah. see where you're going nah, <laughs> not at all <laughs> Well, you also have uh, your show that's going to be happening here tomorrow night. Not pe- here. Or, well, not here <laughs> specifically. Not in our studio. Not no. in the studio. Tight space. Yeah. Yeah. Very <laughs> intimate show. Very intimate. Super intimate. <laughs> no, instead it's going to be at a super beautiful place, which is the Hollywood Theater. Hollywood. Yeah. That's a really awesome lineup that you have going on, too. Yeah. They were very nice to accept that. <laughs> to accept that. <laughs> to accept the people. All these, all my enemies, they're they're gonna be on the show. <laughs> and it was really nice to have them come out and be on it. All right, so who, so who all is the lineup? Of course, I had it pulled up. And it's um, it. well, we got uh, Caitlin Warehouser, nice uh, John Washington, 
uh, Phil Schalberger, Amy Miller, Sean Jordan, and the whole thing's going to be hosted by my light, Bree Pruitt. Oh, oh. <laughs> Are you getting kind of sad to leave all of your friends? Because, I mean, it's such a you know big comedy community here. I'm very sad, yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's exciting, though. I mean, it's so exciting to take that big step and go to, you know, where the magic happens. Is that what? I think that's where. I mean, that's where everyone... Oh. It's well, not, that's great, that too. <laughs> that's where all the TV shows and everything are. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. Tinseltown. So do you think you're going to want to maybe try to do, like, acting? Do you want to just stick to the comedy circuit? Um, I'll do what it, I'll I'll take whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> take if it they all. give it to me, I'll be like, yeah, that, yeah, I'm perfect for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can do that. <laughs> awesome. Well, we can get, so the tickets are at hollywoodtheater.com.org. Dot org. Dot org. Yeah. Yes. And spelled fancy, too. Theater is, is with the Theatre. R. Theatra. Theatra. Yeah. Well, where can people follow you and all your exploits and such and your adventures that you're going to be going on? Uh, Well, I'll probably uh, keep up on t- Twitter. Yeah, nice. <laughs> uh, Wilbur with an E. Uh, spelled out Wilbur. With <laughs> I got to change that. <laughs> can you I change? thought it was so clever. <laughs> yeah, you can... You can change. You can it change your handle. I, yeah, all oh, the time. Okay, I didn't know that. Oh. What do you think you'd change it to? I don't know. Boy, see, Hollywood, these are these are the hot. The Hollywood hard Wilbur. Yeah, got to put something in Hollywood with it. Because well, now the, you can do that anywhere you go. Since you were living down there. Yeah. When you come back up to visit, you can call yourself Hollywood and and say all kinds of things like that. I could like, be like Meshack Taylor in Mannequin. <gasps> mm-hmm. Just wear those glasses. Come on, oh, hey, yeah. I'm Hollywood. Yeah, <laughs> oh, exactly. Like you could be down there for like a week and come back up, but it's too late. But it's already changed. You're LA you. now. Yeah, that's well, in LA gonna we happen. Do... I'm gonna be dehydrated. And <laughs> in LA, we do things a little differently. Just uh, letting you guys know. You're gonna come back, and every sentence is gonna start. And in LA, uh, there's this really good place that we all eat. There's this burger place. I don't know if you've heard it, but uh, heard of it, but it is the king of burgers. <laughs> They've got this thing called. The Whopper. And <laughs> you guys wouldn't believe it. All y'all. <laughs> it's so transcendent. <laughs> You've got There's, it. Yeah. There you go. You are a Valley Boy now. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. <laughs> well, Steve, we have been such a fan of yours, and you've been, you know, an amazing person to know, and we're so excited for your success. So, best of luck to you. Thank you, hot dog. You're welcome, Hollywood. Sarah, hot dog, Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> that still makes me laugh every time. Every time. Does it? Yeah. You're like does. well up. You, you're a little saying bit. that you're now. Here. No. Uh, Steven's the only one that says it that I find funny. When Greg tries to make it stick, I'm like, you're trying too hard. <laughs> Don't do it. You're just you're trying to do it just because you know it bothers. I think it's a cute name. Me. I think it's the type of name. I don't think of a hot dog. I think of like you doing cool skateboard tricks. <laughs> yeah, hot dog. Oh. Yeah. I do love me a good hot dog though. Oh, that sounds wrong. But I do like hot dogs. You do like hot dogs. I do like hot dogs. Yeah. Cold, cold dogs would be weird. Cold dogs would be kind of weird. It's a weird thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> like me a good cold dog. <laughs> I got a good cold dog in my mouth. Wow. You, okay, okay, don't. Yeah, okay, that's mouth. That's and now it's got okay, now it's porny again, so know, it's I'm time to wrap to wrap porny. that up. Okay. All right, Stephen uh, Wilbur with an E on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And get your tickets at hollywoodtheater.org. To and go say see goodbye the to Stephen. Yeah, yes. man. Congratulations, seriously. Thank you. Thank so you. awesome. And oh. if you're in D.C., go see you at one of the apparently always changing shows that you're going to be on. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Just go to all of them. You might see <laughs> Go to the website. Awesome. <laughs> awesome. All right. We'll be back in a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. 
You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Mr. Stephen Wilbur. <laughs> Mr. Stephen Wilbur. Is that how you... Why do you always uh, say, like, comedians' names after they leave? Like I don't know. That? Why do you always say... What was your tick that you say that comedians are? Comedian, Comedian extraordinaire. extraordinaire. That's apparently my new tick, and yeah. I didn't know it. I didn't know that was my tick. I mean, it's true, but then if I say that for everybody, then it's just, you know, then it just... Then nobody's extraordinary. Yeah, then it just takes You're it away. You're making it sound like everybody is. Damn. Just, yeah. All right, I've got to work on that. Yeah. All right, I'll fix that. Um, all right, we've got just a few minutes left here for today's show, but I have some news for Baltic. Okay. i got to do a Baltic. All right, I'm Greg Nibbler. Uh, let's talk balls. Balls. Here is the news, Sarah. It is this. I figured I needed to just say this because, uh, especially if you're from New York, you're a, you're a Yankees fan. This is a big deal. And it is this. Yogi Berra. Not only was still alive, but now, now he's not. He passed away today. Oh, really? Yes. Yogi Berra passed away today at 91 years old. Sarah, do you know who Yogi Berra was? He was the guy that Yogi Bear was based on. Uh, not based on. He was named after it. He was a baseball player. Yes. Yes, he was. He was a baseball player. I thought that he was... I, I honestly thought he was already dead. Well, I'm not going to lie. I thought so, too. But he was not. <laughs> he was not dead. Uh, so, uh, Yogi Berra uh, did pass away. And uh, just today, now if you are a Yankees fan, he, that was a pretty big deal. He's one of the one of the best players of all time when it comes to, especially for the Yankees. But he was also famous for a lot of other things, and mainly all of the different weird quotes that he came up with. He was kind of a funny guy, and I just want to bring out a, a couple of couple of the quotes that he's famous for that I guess he originated. Number one, it ain't over till it's over. That's oh, he actually, made, he, that's a Yogi Berra, I guess, original. Interesting. Yeah, he can, and then just a bunch of just strange observations and things. He knew what he was doing, but uh, I, I usually take a nap. I usually take a two-hour nap from one to four. That was one of his. I've seen that one before. It's deja vu all over again. Huh. These are different things. <laughs> so it was that a little do. bit of a card. It was a bit of a card. A bit of a card. And so there's a there's a bunch of different things with that. But yeah, Yogi Berra did pass away today. But his his different uh, quotes and things like that were so memorable that of course somebody wrote a song about it. Oh, of course. Nobody walks like him. Nobody don't read books like him. Nobody talks like him. Nobody says the things he says The way he says the things he says No one, only Yogi Though it doesn't always sound like what it seems We will always seem to know just what he means Nobody's smart like him Nobody's funnier is this just Nobody what it is? Just him just singing about? That's pretty much it. Okay. <laughs> All right. So that is anyway. That was one of the songs just about Yogi. Okay. So so here's something. Hmm. Oh, here's the actual deal with the Yogi Bear thing. Yogi Berra was not happy about it. Oh really? He actually was going to sue Hanna Barbera for naming their bear after him. Hmm. But he never got around to it. Never got around to it. Oh, Yogi Berra. Yeah. And so then they just claimed it was a coincidence. <laughs> and that's how they got around it. Ah, well, there we go. Anyway, Yogi Berra passing away today at 91 years old. Uh, R.I.P. if you're a Yankees fan. All right. That concludes this edition <laughs> of Ball Talk. <laughs>
All right. Do we have time for a little bit of World of I Crazy? I think we do. Just a couple of, couple of World of Crazy stories. I have a bunch of random stories today. Okay. Oh, hello, my friends. My name is Sarah X. Dillon. Welcome to my world of crazy. Crazy. Uh, first up out of Louisville, Kentucky. Now, this is something that seems to be a trend. Now, remember a few months ago when I was telling you about those guys who were trying to sneak out of jail by tying a bunch of their bed sheets together? Yes. It's like all of a sudden, like, jail escapes have digressed back to, like, the 20s. It seems like there's a lot of people escaping from prison, though, lately. It does. That seems to be a thing, like a trend. Or at least attempting to escape from jail. Uh, so two inmates at a Louisville, Kentucky jail failed at their escape attempt after the knots that they tied in their bed sheets came undone, with one of them plummeting 20 feet to the ground. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, he's okay. But officials say the men escaped to the roof of a minimum security building and used a rope made of bed sheets to climb down about flo- uh, four floors. Uh, Metro Corrections Officer Mark Bolton said 29-year-old Matthew Johnson was climbing down when one of the knots on the sheet came loose, dropping him 20 feet. He then fled, so he was uninjured after falling 20 feet. So that's like two stories. That is a that is a waste. Well, you can survive that. Well, yeah, you can survive it, but I would think that you would probably break something. Yeah. Unless yeah. you do the tuck and roll. Maybe the like tuck and roll. Yeah, well, he was able to escape. Uh, however, the second inmate uh, wimped out after he saw the bed sheet fall and, you know, and his friend fall as well. Uh, he didn't risk it and was found sitting on the roof with the bed sheets. Uh, so the other guy who had escaped was found hiding in a car during a traffic stop. He had injured his ankle and remained hospitalized uh, as of today. So both men were in jail on drug charges. I'm trying to think about uh, like why is that that you can you can escape so easily? I don't know. There's a well. It was minimum security. Mm. Why do they have such access to so many bed sheets? Is what I want to know. That is true. That's a lot of bed sheets. Mm. I need new bed sheets, but I guess they get all the bed sheets uh, that uh, I need. In Sweden? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Or not in Sweden, in, uh, yeah, in, in Louisville. Louisville. My next story. How did you go to Sweden? Because my next story is from Sweden. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so I was reading it. I'm like, <laughs> this is out of Stockholm, Sweden. So McDonald's, a little bit of a more classy affair mm-hmm. over there in, in Sweden. Okay. And they've just now announced that customers in Sweden are giving the option of making reservations at weighted tables in McDonald's. Reservations at McDonald's. Is this where they're going to like advocate... Like dates or something like that. Uh, they, a- they did that before for um, Valentine's Day. Why would you need? As, is there that many people that go to McDonald's that you need reservations? Well, there or is are, food just that terrible. In they're Sweden? doing it to promote a new burger that they're uh, that McDonald's is apparently making. So, uh, thirty Swedish McDonald's locations are now offering reservation packages that you can get from September 25th to October 2nd, where customers will be served a two-course meal consisting of the new Maestro Classic Burger. Which is, uh, I guess, one of McDonald's new classy burgers. What's what's in a Maestro Classic? It doesn't say. Oh. But it's the new. It's it has Maestro in it, so therefore you know it's fancy. Okay. Uh, so it's a Maestro Classic burger and a dessert option. So um, so McDonald's uh, Swedish spokesperson said we have a very exciting and tasty new premium hamburger coming to our restaurants, the Maestro Classic. So we wanted to give our loyal customers a unique and memorable experience. What, were they just going to have somebody seat them? That's the unique part? When they try the Maestro hamburger for the very first time. So they've never had the opportunity to book a table 
at their favorite McDonald's in Sweden. Wow. But with the new Maestro oh, the Burger, thrills. we thought it was the right time to give people the opportunity to do so. Wow. Because everybody's clamoring for an opportunity to get a reservation at a McDonald's. Maybe they are in Sweden. This is what I'm saying. Like, I don't know. Maybe the, there, there's just not that much going on in Sweden. Well, this is, so the Maestro Classic uh, officially went on sale in Sweden. If you live in Sweden, just to let you know, the Maestro Classic is available now. Uh, it went on sale September 22nd, and it features a new sauce dubbed Wild Mustard. Oh. So the Maestro has some fancy wild mustard sauce. Okay. Go and get seated. Is there tame mustard? What makes it wild mustard? Seriously, Greg. Honestly, why would it be? Why is it wild mustard? I I don't I don't know. These are the things I'd want to know. Yeah, you want to know very strange things. Mm. Out of Kentwood, Michigan, a Michigan. See, this is the kind of thing that makes me want to go through all my mail. A Michigan woman who won $1 million in the lottery, didn't know about it for months after she accidentally left her winning ticket in a big pile of mail. She won $1 million in a ticket that she didn't realize because she had left it in a pile of mail. I, uh, that could have happened to me. I do have a lottery ticket at home that I haven't checked. Now that I thought, now that I'm thinking about this, now that you just brought this up, actually... Maybe I'm a million-dollar winner. You could be a million-dollar winner. Okay. So she actually won the uh, lottery back in May uh, in the Mega Millions drawing. And so Linda Tuttle was able to step forward and claim her million-dollar prize. So uh, she didn't search until a clerk at a local store mentioned that it had sold the $1 million winner in May, but nobody had come forward to claim it. And she's like, oh, I just realized that I never checked my ticket. Sure as shit, she won a million dollars. That's fantastic. That is fantastic. And finally, Greg, I found this story. The elderly gentleman, and this is okay, but it did remind me of you because it has to do with samples. I love samples. I know you so do. So much. This samples are with, amazing. This has to do with Costco samples. Sa- Costco is one of the greatest places to go sampling. Um, Trader Joe's is probably number two. Because they usually, well, it depends. I mean, they usually have a drink, a coffee, and then like some kind of a... Well, that's that's the some sort of like thing. meatball. Yeah, usually if it's meatball, that's good. Those are those are good samples. Costco is the king of samples, though. I mean, there's really not much better. Well, there's nothing. Safeways on some days are good. Uh, there are certain days where Safeways have a lot of samples, where there's they're a good place to go. It's Fred only Meyer has some days. good samples. Uh, Fred Meyer, I disagree. They don't have a whole lot. Of, they have a, the only good thing they have is at the deli. Those ones they are they have okay. a lot of cheese samples. Yeah, they do have the cheese bucket that's unguarded, which makes me a little suspicious of it. When there's an unguarded sample bucket. I worry that someone's done something to the food. Now, there's there's two different things there because that means, one, you could grab as many samples as you want, usually mm-hmm. like the cheese ones, mm-hmm. but also someone could have done something to that cheese. Nobody's doing anything to your Somebody cheese. Somebody could have, though, because Nobody's it's unguarded. Nobody's going to. Unguarded samples That makes me worry about iffy. what you're doing to unguarded food, if you think that people are doing things to unguarded food. Unguarded samples is a bit of a concern. Like, I, it makes me think about it. Well, let me tell you about someone who loved samples too much. So much so that he assaulted another man over samples is Derek Garbagi. Now, Derek Garbagi is uh, 24 years young. Now, he was going, he was at a sample. He was uh, in Costco and he was at a table looking at the samples. This one was for mm-hmm. Nutella, some Nutella on waffles. Yeah, I mean, it's a free sample. I would eat it, but I would, I would never buy it. So this, uh, so this shit apple. This 24-year-old Derek was mm-hmm. uh, at the table uh, when a 78-year-old grandfather uh, named Sahak Sahakian uh, approached, and there were a bunch of samples there. So he tried to reach for a sample. However, as he tried to get one, Derek Garbagi snatched all of the samples 
including oh, the one the out of the old man's hand. No, you can't take all the samples. He took all the samples. You do have to wait your turn, but you cannot take all the samples. How did he, he just grabbed them all? Yeah, he grabbed them all. Oh, that's a violation of etiquette right there. So Sahakian said in an interview, this is the elderly gentleman, he said he took three or four of them. As I was reaching to take one, he took it out of my hand, and I said, what are you doing? Let me eat this one. Now that's when the 24-year-old Derek reportedly hit Sahakian in the face. Oh, this kid needs to learn a lesson. Yeah, well, he ended up getting a cut on his face, and his left eye was swollen. Uh, so this guy, the shit apple, the 24-year-old, who stole the sample from the old man and hit him, was found and has been arrested. So he's been charged with one count of elder abuse. And he could face up to 11 years in a state prison for this. Wow. Okay, yeah. that's that's pretty harsh. Yeah, 11 years. Uh, Still, though, he needs to learn a lesson. Especially, well, I guess there's a special allegation of inflicting uh, bodily harm onto uh, the elderly. Wow. Yeah. So he could spend 11 years in prison. He has a history of criminal convictions. However, this was the first one that had to do with samples. Okay, I got a couple of things here with samples. Number one, um, have you ever been kicked out of anywhere for sampling? No. I got kicked out of a food court once. Why, because you kept taking samples? Did you, like, disguise yourself? Try to pretend like you were different people? I went to the same guy three times for samples, and then finally he told me he's not giving me any more samples, and then security told me to leave. What kind of samples? Chicken. Chinese chicken. Oh, One yeah. of the Chinese chicken places, and it was so good, so I just kept coming. I went and... <laughs> I was a little younger when I did this, but I I went around and to every... And two years ago. I went around to every... Uh, like, I love food courts like that because they all have samples. And you go around them, you start at the beginning, usually there's like 10 places, say. By the time you get done with the one, you can start back over and they've forgotten who you are because there's so many people. Well, I, I did it a couple times. And then and the guy recognized me and I tried to, I actually got in an argument with him. I was like, no, it wasn't me. I wasn't already here. He's it like, was my twin he's like, brother. Yes, it was. You've had, I won't use the what? accent he had, but uh, he's like, no, you already had a sample. And then, uh, then security said if I wasn't going to buy anything, I had to leave. Well, well. <laughs> Jesus, Greg. Of course you would get in I was like, for I was like 19 or 20 when I did this. I mean, I was 13 when I did this. Mm-hmm. Now, my other question is this. I love samples. We know that. Sure. Sampling is one of my favorite things. I know there might be some other people out there who sample. What if I started up a sampling group? Where, like, every Saturday, I'll map out the samples, wherever the best sampling places are. And we spend, like, two hours, and you go on a little sampling. You might have something there, honestly. Sampling tour. If you assess where all the free samples are and do, like, a sample tour. Yeah, it'd be a sample tour. Mm-hmm. We map out the samples. I might have something. You're I right. I think you might have something. Okay. Okay. If I... If it was guaranteed that we'd get to try a bunch of samples, I'd probably go on a sample Yeah, tour. guaranteed sampling. You would get to sample. All right, stop saying sample. It's like we've said it too much, and now that word's losing its meaning. No, that's what it's called. It's called sampling. Um, hmm. Now, I could rent, like, a bus so that everybody could meet at one place. It really, costs rent a, little a bit bus? Of money. Yeah, it costs a little bit of money. But, yeah, but that way you can go to this directly to there. We'll hit up Trader Joe's. We'll hit up. I'll find some really good sampling what places. What about like the, the rich like grocery stores, like the Whole Foods and those things? Oh, yeah. We could go to the Whole Foods. Because I bet they have like fancier samples. And then we'll take them along, and then you'll end up at like a brewery or something like that. 
Oh man, I've got a, I've got an idea here. Mm-hmm, I think you do. I've got something working out. All right, if you want to join my sample tour, send me an email, funemploymentradio@gmail.com. I'll think about putting something together. Okay. All right. Well, there you have it. A sample tour. God. All right. There's your world of crazy. Just if you're getting a sample, don't hit the elderly. Don't no, don't a, do don't that. Don't take a Nutella-covered waffle out Here's of Here's the rules hand. of sampling. I mean, one, yeah, you don't take, it, you take one at a time. Like, if there's other people in line, you let them take one. If they have multiple varieties, say they've got, like, whatever the sample is, say it's, like, a smoothie. So they've mm. got a berry, a mango, and, like, a vanilla. You try one of them. Okay, you can take your one, and you try that. And mm. if there's other people in line, then they get the other ones. Now, if you try that and there's nobody else in line, then you can say, hey, you know what? I'd like to try the mango, too. Bam. They should be okay with that. You can try all three if there's nobody else around. But if there's people in line, you back off. You back off until it's your turn I again. just like it when the sample person gets distracted for a second, and then you can sneak another one. Well, that's cheating. No, that's not cheating. I mean, I do it, but yes, it's cheating. Mm, that's absolutely so. cheating. I think the sample's still being sampled, so it doesn't really matter. Yeah, but if you're doubling up on the same sample. It's true. My coffee place that I love, um, that I go to get my iced coffee set, they always have like samples of their muffins and like scones and stuff. And so they they have like really decent sized samples. Like they'll take their muffins and cut them into quarters. So you get like a quarter of a muffin for a sample. And so like if you get two of those, you get like half a muffin for free. It's pretty good. I'm just, I'm just saying. Yeah, but see, all right. I guess I guess you can kind of do that. Mm-hmm. That still that feels a little bit weird. That's a little weird. No, I give them a lot of my money. I do not feel weird taking two of their samples. Should sample people get tipped? Uh, I don't. I don't know. Okay, I'm, I was just proposing really that question. What well, I'm really into my new idea, Greg's okay. sample tour. All right. Well, you know what I want to do? I want to wish one of our buddies from Texas what? a very happy birthday Who? it's norm's birthday norm norm from texas norm from texas norm it's your birthday norm from texas that was just weird happy birthday norm happy birthday norm happy birthday to you happy birthday to you happy birthday to you Oh, hot damn, damn right. right. Happy birthday. That is yeah. so awesome. It is. You know, my birthday's coming up pretty soon here, Greg. What? No, I don't think so. Mm-hmm. It's well, my way birthday too month far away. is coming up. There is soon. no such thing as a birthday month. And Norm, I have seen what you've been posting on Twitter. I have I have decided to ignore his clamorings about it being a birthday month. Now, today, absolutely. This is his day. You guys have a fantastic time today. But not a month. He doesn't get the rest of the month? No. It's only a week. That's, that's the rules are the rules. I mean, you're making me into the bad guy. Uh, you are the bad guy. I'm not the bad guy mm-hmm. in this situation. I mean, I, I want Norm to celebrate his I don't know why you're being so rude to Norm. I'm not being rude to yeah, Norm. Yeah, you are. He just asked for one simple thing. He just wants one birthday month. And we're going to be like, one oh, month. you can't have a birthday month. It's, it's a birthday, not a month. I think that's a little close-minded. Happy birthday, Norm. All right, send us an email, funemploymentradio at gmail.com. Give us a call, 503-575-9120. Coming up later today on the Fun Employment Radio Network will be Geek and La Setia. Geek and the Setia with special guests tonight. Yes, indeed. They've got a special guest. I am pulling it up right now. They've got Justin Stanley from Uprise Books. And so he's part of a thing called Banned Books Month, which 
basically he buys books for kids and schools that can't afford them or books that are banned and then just gives them away to them. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's I've really heard cool. Of the, I've, yeah, I've heard of that project, I, actually. I have too, yeah. So it's called the Banned, banned Books Month. Um, so anyway, they're going to have him on Geek in the City tonight, which is uh, fantastic. So tune in to Very Final cool. Radio and catch Geek in the City. Geek in the City. Thank you so much, everybody, for tuning in. Thank you to Stephen Wilbur yes. for coming on. Wilbur with an E. Best of luck, Hollywood Wilbur. Hollywood Wilbur. Mm-hmm. Big shot. And go to a show tomorrow night. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thank you so much. We will be back <laughs> tomorrow. Tomorrow, you say earlier show, correct? Earlier show. Mm-hmm. Tomorrow. You got it. Right here. <laughs> Stop it. On... Fun employment radio. You're so obnoxious. You took my dot com. Oops. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network.